And greetings, friends. Welcome to Tomorrow's World program, where we give you powerful insights into today's news and the prophecies of tomorrow's world. The mysterious book of Revelation in your Bible is now coming alive in world affairs. A lot of you understand that. Tremendous things are happening, and you need to understand this book, the book of Revelation that we're going to be talking about on this program. It does not need to be a mystery any longer. The shocking changes in soon-coming world affairs can only be understood by those who grasp the real meaning of the book of Revelation. Stay tuned. My friends, the true Jesus Christ of your Bible is coming soon. Most of you are not familiar with the Jesus Christ of the book of Revelation, but notice what your Bible says. Go get a Bible if you have one. Check up on me. Prove these things. You'll see things in your Bible you may not have realized were there. Revelation 11, turn to the book of Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15. Here he says, the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world, not the kingdoms up in heaven, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Christ is going to return soon to rule the kingdoms of this world, not kingdoms up in heaven. When will Christ return? Who is the seventh angel who heralds Christ's return? How can you understand this mysterious book of Revelation? Notice chapter 19, if you would. Turn there with me, if you have a Bible. Notice Revelation 19, and beginning here in verse 10. Revelation 19, God describes here, or John does, how an angel has been speaking to him, and I fell at his feet to worship him. You're not supposed to worship angels. But John was really taken, overwhelmed by this powerful appearance. But he said to me, see that you do not do that. The angel said, don't worship me. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus. Notice the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The real message of Jesus Christ has everything to do with prophecy. Christ came preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Many people talk about that. Ministers all over the world talk about that. They say it's just something set up in your heart or you give your heart to the Lord or something like that. No, kingdom means government. My friends, there's going to be a world-ruling government set up on this earth, as we saw back in chapter 11, verse 15. Christ will come to rule the governments of this world, and it has everything to do with that, the good news of the coming government of God. Notice Revelation chapter 1 now. Revelation, let's start out at the very beginning and understand a little bit the revelation of Jesus Christ, verse 1, which God gave him, Christ, Christ is the revelator, to show his servants things which must shortly take place. 
to show them, not to deceive them or confuse them, and events that were going to take place. And shortly, from God's point of view, because from God's point of view, as he tells us back in Second Peter chapter 3, a day is with God as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. And John then bore witness to the word of God. Notice he bears witness to three things, to the word of God, to the testimony of Jesus Christ, which we have seen is prophetic, and to the things he saw. He sees powerful visions. Blessed is he who reads this and who those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near. Yes, it's going to happen very quickly on those of us who begin to understand at the time of the end. God wants us to understand and he knew that most people would not understand this book till near the end. Notice back in Daniel, my friends. Turn to Daniel, if you would, chapter 12. I'm turning back to the book of Daniel now, chapter 12, and you'll notice here in verse 4 in your Bible, God says, you, O Daniel, shut up the words. He had just heard about a lot of things that were going to happen at the time of the end. Shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. You see, it was not to be understood. Many biblical prophecies could not be understood until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, God said, and knowledge shall increase. Yes, we're going to understand all kinds of things, knowledge of human affairs and new inventions, but also the knowledge of God at the time of the end will increase. So now we can understand, and these prophecies can be understood. So listen up, my friends, listen up. You're going to understand. And as you read the Tomorrow's World magazine, as you read our booklets and ready, open your Bible and study, you will understand far more than you have ever understood before in detail about the time of the end. So note and write down the telephone number on your screen so you can order the important free booklet we'll be announcing very soon. Now notice that God identifies the symbols in this book of Revelation. Turn back again to Revelation chapter 1. Verse 15, His voice was the sound of many waters. He had in His right hand the seven stars. And it describes then down here in verse 20, the mystery of the seven stars which you saw in your right hand and the seven golden lampstands which He described. The seven stars are the seven angels and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. In chapter 6, he begins to get into the actual message, Revelation 6. Now I saw when the Lamb opened the seals. He described these seven seals in chapter 5 and how only the Lamb, Christ, was worthy to unseal them. And he saw them and one of the four living creatures said, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. Now, people read all kinds of ideas into the white horse. What does this white horse mean? And he who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. A white horse. Now, let the Bible interpret the Bible. Who is the revelator, which we saw described in the first few verses? It's Christ. So let's let Christ interpret these symbols. 
So notice in Matthew 24, 3, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? What's the first thing Christ mentioned? He said, take heed that no one deceives you for many, not a few, not some oddballs off on a hill, a hill somewhere, many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and shall deceive many, many false prophets. That's the first thing. They come in white. And so Christ is describing the first horse is a white horse, the false prophets. Then you see back in Revelation uh, chapter 6, he opened the second seal in verse 3, and he said, Come and see. Then a fiery red horse goes out to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. What does that mean? Well, that's interpreted again by Jesus back here. So after describing the false prophets, he said, You'll hear of wars and rumors of wars. Verse 6, Nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. War and then world war. Christ interpreted this symbol. That's the next thing that's to happen. Red horse. Thirdly, in verse 3, verse 5, he opened the third seal, and he described here a black horse who had a pair of scales in his hand. He's weighing out food very carefully because there is a time of, of course, famine and pestilence. And it's going to come first, the, uh, the famine apparently, uh, and famine, lack of food is going to be a terrible thing as these events unfold. So after describing war, then he said there will be famines. Of course, that's the next thing here in Matthew 24, famines. And then the next thing Jesus said is pestilences and earthquakes in various places. What's the next thing Jesus described? The next thing Jesus described is that, and back here in uh, Revelation uh, chapter 6, the next thing you find in this description, of course, is chapter uh, 6, verse 8, the pale horse, a sickly horse, disease epidemics. And the name of him who sat on it was death and Hades, or the grave, and power was given unto them over the false prophets who confuse people, over the wars, and over the disease epidemics and the famine to kill with the sword, hunger, and death and by the beasts of the earth. So they were going to kill one-fourth of the earth. That's a terrible thing. You can't begin to imagine how often that is. Think of the terrible destruction wrought by Hitler and Mussolini in the Second World War. People blown to bits. And over 15 million people died plus thousands and millions of others, I should say millions, of course, were injured or had their lives wrecked, their marriage was dissolved, their homes, their jobs destroyed. War is a terrible thing brought on by people being cut off from the true God by false prophets, then wars, and then, of course, disease epidemics and all these other things happening, lack of food, these things coming one right after the other at the end of this age. Notice now Revelation 6 again. The next thing is what? He opened the fifth seal in verse 9, and there he sees these dead souls crying out, How long will you not avenge our death? So what do we find back in Matthew to interpret that? After describing in verse 7, 
wars, famine, pestilence, earthquakes, all these are the beginning of sorrows. Now, verse 9, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Were God's true servants to be rich and popular and so forth? No, they were to be persecuted at the time of the end and a great tribulation. That is the next thing that God describes, that Christ describes in Matthew 24 and again in the seals in Revelation 6. The Bible interprets the Bible. Now you turn to the next thing that happens. And then in verse 12, he opens the sixth seal and behold, there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as hair, the moon as, as blood and stars of heaven fell and he sees heavenly signs. What's the next thing that's described as a big intervention by God at least after this matter of persecution described back here in 9 and 10? He goes back and reviews false prophets and then an abomination set up by man. But then in verse uh, 21, he says, uh, for then will be great tribulation. And we saw that was coming, the tribulation on the, on the saints. And in verse 29, Matthew 24, 29 is the next heavenly intervention, which we see, of course, in Revelation 6. Immediately after the tribulation, which we just described, the terrible persecution, right after that, in those days the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. That is the next thing, the heavenly signs. So the Bible does interpret the Bible, my friends. You can understand Revelation if your mind is open. Think about it. You can understand, and we will reveal that to you through this work and on this program and in these booklets that we offer you absolutely free at this point. I want to invite you to write for a truly eye-opening booklet. Write or call us and request this booklet the Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. This booklet, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled, will be sent absolutely free upon your request. It explains in exact detail what is clearly revealed in the book of Revelation. Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled, has a centerfold, and of course this centerfold chart is of great interest and great help to you, and this will help you see right in relation to each other, these key events that are going to happen. You will find this important booklet fascinating. So call or write today and request your absolutely free copy of Revelation, The Mystery Unveiled. Just ask for the booklet on Revelation. That's all you need. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, 
and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now back to our topic, my friends, Unlocking the Mystery of Revelation. Boy, this book is really a mystery to a lot of you out there, I know, but we're going to make it reasonably clear. I'll have to hurry in this section for lack of time, but I want to give you an overview. And I've been giving you the details here, tying in Revelation with Matthew 24, but notice what comes next. What comes next after chapter 6, which ties right in with Matthew 24, Christ then shows how he's going to protect 144,000 saints are protected from from what is to follow from the trumpet plagues. He describes that in chapter 7. Then in chapter 8, he opens the seventh seal. We've gone through the sixth seal, but as you glance down here, you'll notice that the seventh seal is composed of the seven trumpets because he says, so the seven trumpets begin to sound and then he describes these terrible trumpet plagues where God is going to shake humanity to its knees to finally listen to God. And one after the other, he describes these trumpets sounding. And then we come to chapter 11, verse 15, which we covered at the beginning. And the seventh trumpet sounded and then Christ is coming And the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever. So Christ comes back. As you glance over chapters 12 to 16, you will see they are, in fact, what we call inset chapters. Chapter 12 talks about the true church of God, the little flock, fleeing to a place of safety during the dark ages. And again, at the time of the end, chapter 15 shows the glory of God and of his intervention. But chapter 14, I should say, gives us one key. Notice chapter 14, verse 9, which gives us a very special key at this point. He shows how the third angel sounded or followed them and a loud voice said, if anyone worship the beast and his image, this coming uh, Roman system receives his mark. He himself shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb. But notice the outcome of all this. What's the end result? Notice chapter 19 now, chapter 19 and beginning in verse 11. Here it says, Then the heavens were opened, and I beheld a white horse. And of course, then he sees Christ coming with flames of fire coming out of his eyes, clothed with the robe dipped in blood. His name is the Word of God, and his name is written, verse 16, King of kings and Lord of lords. Christ is coming to save the world from itself. Otherwise, my friends, humanity would commit cosmicide, utterly destroy themselves, as Jesus indicated in the basic sermon he gave in Matthew 24. Basically destroy itself. All flesh would be destroyed, as Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 22. But Christ is coming back, and he's coming back to the Mount of Olives as God clearly describes a number of places, including Zechariah 14 in your Bible. Picture the Mount of Olives, a place on this earth. It's not up in heaven. Christ will return to that very spot, and he will set up a world-ruling government to help straighten out this earth. Thank God. Let's pick up 
in Revelation 19, verse 19, after describing Christ returning as King of Kings. Verse 19, And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth, this coming dictator over the Roman system, and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. They're going to fight God. My friends, this world is terribly deceived. It really is. Understand that. Most people just don't get it. God help you to open your mind so you will get it. Then the beast was captured and with him the false prophet, this great false religious leader that I described in my last program, described in Revelation 13, verses 11 to 15. A great false prophet who worked miracles, who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast. And they were thrown into the lake of fire. Their end is not very pleasant at all. Now in chapter 20, Revelation 20, he describes a great powerful archangel coming down to grab Satan and bind him a thousand years, verse 3, that he should deceive the nations no more until the thousand years are finished. And then he described those who had been martyred and had, had not received the mark of the beast on their forwards or in their hands, and how, in verse 4, these faithful saints of God lived and reigned. They're going to live in a resurrection, and they're going to reign with Christ for a thousand years on this earth. They lived and reigned for a thousand years. Reign means rule. We're called to be kings, to be rulers under Christ, to straighten out this earth. But the rest of the dead did not live again and a thousand years were finished. This, he's talking back about the first resurrection, blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. On such the second death has no power. God will give us spirit bodies in that resurrection. But they, the saints resurrected when Christ comes, they shall be priests of God. The priests were the teachers and they shall be kings, of course, we read as well, priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign, you see, as kings, reign with him a thousand years. One thousand years of Christ's government here on this earth, a time of peace and joy the world has never experienced. And we have the opportunity to help these people under Jesus Christ to get straightened out. The starving hundreds of millions of people in various parts of Africa, Central, South America, Asia, the Middle East, all over this world, a chance to straighten out the world under the direction of Jesus Christ. Tremendous opportunity for those in the first resurrection who get it, who realize that God is real and these words are real and try to fully surrender to the Jesus Christ, to the Bible and to the God of heaven. Again, my friends, be sure to write or call for our free booklet, Revelation, The Mystery Unveiled. This booklet, very powerful booklet, Revelation, The Mystery Unveiled, will be sent absolutely free upon your request. It explains in exact detail the events clearly predicted in the book of Revelation. Revelation, The Mystery Unveiled, has a centerfold chart which helps you see these key events as they relate to each other. You'll find this important booklet fascinating. So call or write today and request your free copy of Revelation, The Mystery Unveiled. Just ask for Revelation Unveiled. That's all you need.
This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, notice the end of all things. Let's turn to Revelation 21, verse 7. God tells us at the very end, He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. God wants all of us to become his real sons if we can fully surrender to the God of the Bible through Jesus Christ. Notice Revelation 22, verse 7. Behold, I'm coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Understand this book. He's coming quickly. Notice now down in verse 12. Behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give everyone according to his work. So we need to do what God says. Notice verse 14. Blessed are those who do his commandments. Let's obey God. Let Christ live his life in us. Keep his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. And notice verse 20. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. My friends, Christ is coming to this earth in the lifetimes of most of you. God help you to truly surrender to the God of the Bible and believe God. The end of this age is near. Try to understand. Try to give your life to God, the God of the Bible, and you will never be sorry, and you will be blessed forever. Again, be sure to write for this booklet, this very powerful and wonderful booklet that we have been offering on this program, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. Call or write immediately for this booklet. And be sure to listen every single week to Tomorrow's World program. We'll give you precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you powerful understanding, vivid understanding of current events and of the prophecies of tomorrow's world. See you right here next week. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org.
preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.